Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jared Bailey from Laces Out. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free. You don't got to pay anything to use Anchor. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Laces Out. Jarrett Bailey, along with my partner, Kurt Homaser. Kurt, good to be back with you again, bud. Absolutely. We are pumping out the content this week. We are uh, just under a week until the first pick is called, and I can't wait. We've been waiting months for this this moment, my friend. That we have, and with us today, we have Redskins insider Lake Lewis Jr. to talk all things Washington Redskins with us. Lake, how are you doing? I'm good. I appreciate you guys having me on tonight. I appreciate you for coming on, man. So, there's been a lot of speculation regarding the quarterback situation in Washington right now. Um, Kyle Allen coming over from Carolina, obviously familiar with Ron Rivera, who was the former head coach of the Panthers. Uh, a lot of people kind of thinking that maybe Kyle Allen's going to have the edge going into training camp, considering he knows the system and whatnot. So as of right now, do you think that Kyle Allen might be the guy to start week one? And where is Dwayne Haskins going to fall kind of in the pegging order? Because obviously he wasn't drafted by Ron Rivera. And maybe Ron Rivera wants to bring in his own guy. So where where does Dwayne Haskins sit right now in terms of the hierarchy of Washington? Uh, Dwayne Haskins Uh, is a starting quarterback. (laughs) That's not um, something that should even be debated. Uh, He's uh, he's the better talent. Um, You know, he's a guy that has a high pedigree. He's coming from a winning program at Ohio State. He's a first round draft pick. So the Redskins have every opportunity. and, And, you know, I'm sure Ron Rivera. And he told told us last week when we spoke with him via, um, you know, uh, Zoom video conference that, you know, he's high on Dwayne. You know, he he likes Kyle. He, he thinks he's competitive as well. Um, and I think they brought Kyle in here to to push Dwayne, you know, to to make him an even better quarterback. And on top of that, they brought in someone that if Dwayne were to fail, they have a young guy that's proven in, in Ron Rivera's system and Scott Turner's system that he can have some success. So it's, a, it's more, more or less a fallback plan, but they don't, they hope they don't have to fall back on that. But this job is Dwayne Haskins. Make no mistake about it. And I, I think, I, I think Haskins played fairly well last year. I mean, obviously didn't light up the stat sheet or anything, but for being kind of thrown into the fire there, he, um, because what, what, what week did he start? He started, he didn't start week one. He started a, a few games in, didn't he? No, it it was it was all the way down to uh, week week seven, week eight. Um, he got mop up duty week seven in a uh, Thursday night um, uh, Thursday night loss to the Vikings. Uh, and the week before that, ironically, he actually came in and in support of Case Keenum, who was struggling against the New York Giants in New York. But right. you know, he he hadn't practiced or anything like that. So when they put him in those two games, a lot of people looked at that like Jay Gruden was setting him up for failure. And it sure, it sure reeked of that. It just did not sit well with a lot of us who cover the team every day and nor the players in the locker room. Uh, so as far as Dwayne's actual first start, it was against the Buffalo Bills in New York. And, oh, right. you know, you think about the, the Bills were a playoff team. 
And ironically, Dwayne Haskins first, you know, three, four starts were, you know, how vaunted is this? The Bills on the road, uh, you know, with a pretty good defense, uh, the 49ers, (laughs) you know, uh, who also had a, a pretty good defense. The New York Jets, who, although they didn't fare well record wise, they still had a pretty good defense. Uh, you know, and then he played against the New York Giants and he got knocked out uh, in the, after the first quarter. Uh, after that first quarter, though, he had a perfect quarterback rating. The week before that, they beat the Lions. He had a perfect quarterback rating after the first half. So, you know, I, I don't know what the narrative is out there as far as why people are still not sold on Dwayne Haskins. He, he only played seven games. And in those games, you know, uh, Bill Callahan was the interim coach. He decided he wanted to run the football. He wanted to be a run-centric football team. So they didn't want Dwayne Haskins throwing 30 times a game. So I, I think under Ron Rivera, it's going to be interesting to see just exactly how they want Dwayne to navigate games. But I don't think they're going to want him to throw the ball 30 times. I don't think that was ever the situation in Carolina. Even when Cam Newton was winning MVPs, he still wasn't throwing the ball 30 times. They wanted you know, just to pound you, play good defense, and be opportunistic on the offense as far as throwing the football. Right. And I'm, I mean, don't, don't forget here, we, we got, uh, cause Darius Geis has had kind of a slow start to his career here, but he's got a lot of promise. He had a lot of promise coming out of college. So mm-hmm. you have Geis coming in there. You have Terry McLaurin who really proved himself. Um, I think Haskins really just needs a little help around him. Needs a new tight end coming in here. Uh, kind of some yeah. questions on the offensive line and build up that defense because, they got the number two overall pick, and I'm pretty certain I would bet my life savings that it's going to be Mr. Chase Young with that pick. Am I right? Uh, 100% right. If they don't take Chase Young, I just told someone earlier, if they don't take, take Chase Young and they trade out of that pick, which they're not, but the only way they would is if you know another team drove a U-Haul truck up to Redskins Park. I mean, if you if you come up there and you offer two first-rounders or maybe a second-rounder and some some change for the next year – if you're the Redskins and you're in a three and 13 football team, you may have to entertain that. But I just think it would be really hard to pry that number two pick away from them because they know that Chase Young is a generational talent that could just change the fortunes of that defense overnight. Well, Lake, you kind of just crushed what I was about to say, but I'm going to run with it anyway, because today, <laughs> <laughs> today for fan cited, I wrote an article about, teams that could be looking to for the Jaguars in terms of them maybe trading up and Washington potentially being a trade partner. The fact that the Redskins don't have a second round pick, the Jaguars have two first round picks. Let's say that they offer the number nine, the number 20 pick, uh, maybe a third round pick, one of their three fourths and a second round next year. I mean, that's got to be something that Washington would at least listen to, right? Uh, You know, those are a lot of picks and those are quality picks, but I wouldn't. I I don't think they would. I I think the only way they move that pick is if they get two first rounders and a second rounder this year. I, I truly believe that they basically, in other words, guys, they want to get something that anyone would say they would be foolish not to do it. Right. And in other words, they want someone to take chase young off their hands mm-hmm. if that's the case, but, but they're hoping and praying that no one is stupid enough to do that. Cause they really want the kid. He's from the area. Uh, you know, Dwayne Haskins is from the area. They both played together, uh, you know, in, in college at Ohio State. Another budding star on this team was, you know, you know, had a breakout just rookie campaign last year out of nowhere. And that was Terry McLaurin, wide receiver, who, by the way, played at Ohio State with those two guys. So 
I just think that from a marketing standpoint and from just a talent standpoint on top of that with those three young players, they've got everything they need to market and be able to produce on the field with those young guys. It's about to be the Washington Buckeyes in 2020 and 2021. I think they would be. Uh, I think they would be silly to trade trade away that pick because Chase Young is one of those players that you see coming out that you know absolutely he's going to be a star in this league, and you don't see that very often. You see maybe one, two every decade that you know are just going to be a star coming out. So putting him on that defense uh, that's already got some pretty decent players. I mean, the uh, Redskins mm-hmm. defense. Did struggle a little bit last year, but you still got Ryan Kerrigan, uh, Ryan Kerrigan. You still got Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, and Landon Collins in the secondary too. So you add in him, a few more pieces. I mean, Redskins were three and thirteen, but maybe two, three years removed from being another playoff team, possibly if everything goes well here. Well, I'll be honest with you guys, and I, I'm not saying this because I, you know, cover this team, but you know, I just think from a sheer coaching standpoint, the professionalism of this new coaching staff and the fact that they've proven that they can win, uh, you know, I think that that gives the Redskins two more wins just just off the fact that Ron Rivera standing on the sidelines mm-hmm. um, down to, you know, attention to detail, you know, what he's going to demand from his players. So let's just say that's two wins. That's five right there. And then you think of the fact from a talent standpoint that some of these young players will be better. We just mentioned Darius Geis. You know, hopefully he can stay injury free. He and Adrian Peterson could be a very nice tandem. Um, they brought in J.D. McKissick, you know, from Detroit. So th- there's some there's some some pieces in place on that front. So uh, and you, you draft you draft Chase Young and you put him uh, along an already pretty good young defensive line. And you have, you know, like I said, you know, uh, Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, and then Ryan Anderson played well last year, too. You know, they went out and bought uh, Kendall Fuller in the secondary, uh, Sean Davis from Pittsburgh as a safety. So they went out and made some pretty strong moves that were one-year deals for a lot of these guys to prove themselves before they get the big contract. So there won't be any lax attitudes in here. I think from a talent standpoint that that could be another one to two wins. That's seven wins right there. That's a four-game improvement. Um, you know, if you can catch lightning in a bottle and get a couple bounces your way, eight and eight might get you a wild card spot this year, considering that the league has expanded their playoff pool. So, you know, there's an extra team now. Uh, so I, 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 you know, per conference. So I, I think that the Redskins could could be playing meaningful football in December. You know, uh, last year at three wins, <laughs> I remember this December 1st, there was still talk that this team could actually win the division. That's that. how bad the oh, NFC East goodness. was. We did this <laughs> exactly. on this show, Kurt. Kurt and I did this on this show, <laughs> and the Redskins had two wins, and we're sitting there like, if they went out, the Cowboys and Eagles lose out, they're getting it at seven and nine. We are making it. That was a thing on the show for a solid month and a half, just seeing if Dwayne Haskins could pull a rabbit out of his hat. And take Washington <laughs> to the playoffs. It would have been something. It would have been something. Yeah, I'm yeah. Go- I, I mean, I want to ask you. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Lake. No, I was just gonna say we knew that they weren't gonna win oh. out and make the playoffs, but just the fact that you know they were playing some games that were kind of meaningful, if you want to call it that. Um, I think this year clearly should be night and day from last year. Do you think that they look to replace uh, Josh Norman at cornerback, or do you think they roll with Kendall Fuller? and Fabian Moreau at the starting two right now? Uh, well, yeah, well, Josh is gone. You know, he's 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 in Buffalo. So um, with that said, yeah, I think Kendall Fuller right now is the guy that they're looking at to be on the outside, not so much in the inside. 
um, like most people thought, because, you know, before he left here, before he was part of that trade for the run and Alex Smith, he was really starting to play well in the slot. I mean, he was having a phenomenal year that year. Uh, and then next year, obviously, he wasn't there. But bringing him back now, I think that they're really high on, uh, you know, Jimmy Moreland, you know, to be in the slot. I think they like Danny Johnson as well to be in the slot. So I do. I think Kendall Fuller and Fabian Moreau right now pretty much to me look like your two starting um, outside cornerbacks. And I think we got we to gotta touch on it. I'm sure you're probably a little bit sick of it because it's been a story for a long, long time. But the deal with Trent Williams here because – He's been he's been with them for a few years now, and he, he's he's 31 years old now. He's publicly said that he wants out, um, and I mean I can't think of a better time to do it than right now. They they originally said that they want a first round pick, but I I don't see that happening. Maybe you know something that we don't, but uh, Washington doesn't have a second round pick right now. Just get him off their hands. Second round pick. He's he is only under contract for one more season, so. Uh, we shall see. But do you have any inside info that you can share with us about Trent Williams? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's my guy. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I said this thing <laughs> all the way last year that there was there was some problems in the building with the training staff. And, uh, you know, I remember talking with Santana Moss. We knew we knew this story for the last four or five years, frankly. And uh, it had been that bad. And, and Trent is, uh, you know. How can I say this? Trent is Trent is loyal. He is. Um, he's also very prideful. You know, I mean, he's a he's a he's a pro bowler. I mean, you know, people have pride when you when you have success in your personal career. And I just think right now that it might be a move that needs to be made. Uh, you know, I think if the Redskins can trade him for a second rounder, that would be a no brainer. Um, it would have to be something that makes sense, though, because they're not just going to give him away. I told someone recently that. You know, they're not going to pull a Houston and just, you know, give away their best player in pads for a hamburger. You know, it's not going to happen. So, I, you know, I think for Trent, I think that if he can go somewhere where there's a chance to win on top of that, that would make it even better. But but he's under contract. And if I were the Redskins, you know, and I was, you know, the coach, if I was Ron Rivera and I didn't find a suitor that was to my liking for, for Trent, he's going to play for me this year. Bottom line, if he plays angry, he may give you another pro bowler. <laughs> another pro bowl year all right and looking at you know not just the offense but Kurt, i mentioned the defense earlier i mean jonathan allen was looked at as one of the steals of the draft a few years ago uh, they traded to get montez sweat bringing thomas davis a very good veteran presence along with john bostic another veteran guy who's kind of been a journeyman at that linebacker spot i like this defense a lot they were a sleeper defense for me last year with all the young talent they have um, how do you feel about them going forward, um, especially with, you know, like we said, Josh Norman being gone, but Landon Collins still there in the secondary. They bring in or uh, they look to, you know, Kendall Fuller to be more of mm-hmm. a focal point there. So how do we feel about the defense as a whole going forward? I think that they're going to be I think that this defense is going to be what you and I both. I mean, I remember every day in training camp last year, I was like either the offensive offensive line is just horrible <laughs> or this defensive line is just awesome. And I think it was a combination of, of the two, but I will say this. I thought Greg Minuski did a horrible job last year, coaching up this defense. I, I truly feel like that. And a lot of those players do as well. You know, they just weren't in the right positions where they needed to be. Guys were being asked to do things that weren't part of their game. And I think that you bring in Jack Del Rio, obviously Ron Rivera, all those Carolina teams have pretty good defenses. And, you know, that was the, the the catalyst for getting them to the Super Bowl in 2015. 
So I, I think this year you're going to see that defense finally flourish and be what a lot of people think they can be because there's a lot of really good young football players on that side of the ball. They just needed to be coached up properly. Lake, we appreciate you coming on, mate. Um, I always like having this this insider information and talking football. So we appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully you're staying safe and everything during this whole pandemic that we're living through. But again, thank you for coming on. And uh, you're more than welcome to come on anytime that you would like. Sure. Anytime you guys want me on, just let me know. I had a lot of fun. I appreciate you asking me on. Thanks, Lake. Hope you enjoy uh, draft night when you hear Chase Young's name called there at uh, number two overall. So everybody enjoy your draft night. Uh, starts next Thursday, so we are all very excited. But uh, lock it in right here if you need any more content. You can always find us uh, Find us on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Kurt, K-U-R-T, Hamaser, H-A-U-M-E-S-S-E-R, 88. All your Bills content, everything Buffalo, uh, anything football, whatever you need. Uh, Lake, I'll let you plug in your stuff there if you want. Sure. Yeah, you can uh, find me on social media, on Twitter at Lake Lewis. On Instagram, Facebook at Lake Lewis Jr. And then uh, you can check out uh, our work at sportsjourney.com on social media at Sports Journey. And then last but not least, you can check out my uh, daily podcast, uh, After Practice with Lake Lewis. Uh, it's pretty much on um, every major podcast carrier, and you can actually watch it live on uh, sportsjourney.com as well. All right. And then you can find me, Jarrett underscore Bailey four. And I am incredibly surprised that Kurt did not ask a trillion questions about Josh Norman becoming a Buffalo Bill. So there is that. I'm very excited. Um, Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Again, thank you to Lake Lewis for coming on. Uh, Again, everybody stay safe. No matter what you're doing, please stay home, stay indoors. We'll get through all this together and get another great football season in. And we'll talk to you soon. This is Laces Out. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.